Here at the Downer Law Firm, we have over 40 years of experience handling personal injury claims such as car accidents, truck accidents, workers' compensation, even wrongful death. So if you're injured, give us a call. We've got you covered. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the 704 High School Highlight Podcast. My name is Jeff Taylor. We are not in studio. We've taken the studio once again on the road. We are at the Cannon School with Coach Kelvin Drakeford and the girls' basketball team, the varsity players. It's just a chance to get out and let you guys get to know a little more about some schools in our area that you may not read, see, or hear about all the time. So first of all, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for your time. We're just going to go through real quick, introduce themselves. This is Coach, I'll let him introduce himself real quick. Uh, Kelvin Drakeford, this is my sixth year as the girls varsity basketball head coach and program director. Cool, and we'll start over here, you are? Um, I'm Kiara Morrow and I'm a junior. Cool, and you are? I'm Trinity Mathis and I'm a senior. Cool, and? Jamira Sherry and I'm a sophomore. Cool, awesome. So, thanks for the time. Let's start, let me ask you guys first about this. Um, coach, I'll start with you. Tell us a little bit about the Cannon School, because um, people may not know a whole lot about it. Just talk yeah. to me a little bit about the school itself. So Cannon School is a, a private school in Concord, North Carolina. We are our junior K through 12th grade. Um, we uh, have about 1,200 or more students. Um, we play in the NCISAA 4A um, state, which is the biggest for private schools in North Carolina, and our conference is the Charlotte Independent School Athletic uh, Association. That includes Charlotte Latin, Charlotte Country Day, Charlotte Christian, Covenant Day, um, and Providence Day. So, so six other schools in our conference with us. Cool. And um, just talk to me a little bit about how competitive it is. I mean, a lot of times when people talk about the you know conferences and you get into the, the Southwestern 4A with the Providence bubble and stuff, a lot of times when you talk about the private schools, People don't think about the competition as much. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, and, for sure. And just tell me how competitive of a conference it is. So our conference in itself is, is one of the strongest um, in the, the private school state. Um, we usually take care of business against other, other opponents in the state. Um, Providence Day has historically been strong. Um, Charlotte Latin has some good young talent. Charlotte Country Day as well. Um, so it, it, it's a pretty tough competitive conference. And then in the state itself, we've got some, some good competition. Um, with North Raleigh Christian, Wesleyan Christian, Raven Gap, we are we, we have you know teams that send players to go high major as well, um, just like a lot of the the bigger public schools. For the ladies, we'll start over here. Talk to me a little bit about the conference. Um, how tough is it being a part of this conference, and uh, what's the competition like? Um, okay, so the conference it's kind of easy a little bit. I would say because our team is so talented and we have a lot of good players, so sometimes the games can be a little boring right I guess but of course competition is competition either way so yeah got it what about down here this this end talk about um, the competition a little bit I would say the same thing that it's mostly like we're just going through the motions and like getting ourselves ready for a bigger competition if that makes sense no absolutely I agree I feel like when we do have a big blowout like at halftime we use that as an opportunity to have fun and like relax throughout the game cool I'm going to go back over here real quick. Talk to me a little bit about basketball. How did you get started in it? Is it your favorite sport? Yeah, it's my favorite sport. Um, so I started basketball my fifth grade year. Um, I started taking it seriously sixth grade at Quarry Light Middle School, and I 
transferred here my ninth grade year. Um, I'm a reclass, so this is my third year on the basketball team. Um, and I don't know, like over the years, I've like fell in love. It became my passion. And so, yeah. Awesome. Let's go down there. So basketball is my number one sport right now. Even though I'm not looking to do it in college, I still love the sport and will give my all during the season. I started back in fourth grade, I think, with AAU and then progressed to school ball and just got really into it towards middle school to freshman year. Yeah, I love basketball. I've been playing since I was in fourth grade as well. I have, this is my first year at Canaan, so meeting the girls and being on the team has been great. Cool, awesome. Coach yourself, yep. how'd you get into basketball and maybe what got you to this point as being a coach? Yeah, um, so I've been playing basketball, my parents say, since I could walk, probably <laughs> three years old, four years old. Um, and then I, I had a passion, I loved it. Um, played other sports, but basketball was always number one. Um, once high school came, I kind of focused in on that. I uh, went on to play uh, my freshman year. I went to Barton College in Wilson, North Carolina, then transferred out and finished my career at Catawba College um, down in Salisbury. Um, after that, I attempted to try to you know, play overseas, and it didn't work out for me, but I just happened to be up here training guys at Cannon School, um, where I graduated from in 08. And I was training guys, and the men's team picked up a new head coach, um, Coach Che Roth, and he just asked me, like, hey, are you interested in coaching? And I kind of joined in and went from there. So I was JV assistant for five years and varsity or JV head coach, varsity assistant for five years. Um, and then the girls job opened up here at Cannon and I took a leap of faith and, you know, we, we, we took it over and now it's, it's starting to run itself. When you talk about coaching, um, is there maybe one one thing in your mind as a coach you set out to do, is there one kind of thing you focus on to let everything go from there? And if so, what is that? Um, my biggest thing is having great people. Um, once they leave here, I want to make sure that they are, are ready for the real world and ready to make an impact in a positive way. Um, our, our tagline for us is leave a legacy. Um, so that, that talks about, you know, how do you leave this place once it's gone? Um, what, what kind of impact are you making on the current people that will affect their future as well? Um, so just having great kids that are, are ready to make an impact and great character, have integrity, things like that. Awesome. Put you on the spot here. So leave a legacy. When, when, when the coach says that, what does that mean to you? Um, to me, leave a legacy means to, like you said, have integrity. Um, Everything that Drakeford teaches us, um, be confident, um, you know, be responsible, safe, you know, all those things as you're older, going into college, keep those things with you. Cool. What about down there? When you talk about leave a legacy, um, and let's talk about it like this. You're out of school where I'm sure you have the lower grades too. Mm -hmm. Is that in your mind as you think about leave a legacy, not only for the, the, the high school kids and the middle school kids, but the younger kids also? Yes, I would say to me, leave a legacy means to be able to show the younger kids and the kids coming up to upper school how we're confident and how we just like strive for greatness and we're respectful and we just do the things that need to be get that need to get done. Same question. For sure, there's two girls coming up next year, um, Madison and Brooke, and I absolutely love them so much. Like. When I think of Leave a Legacy, I also think of like inspiring them and making them feel comfortable and just like let them know like this is their place, like they can do something great here too. 
So if I'm correct, Coach, 2021 state championship, correct? Yes, yes cool. sir, 2021. So um, let's talk about this year. I think now you have 16 wins on the season yep. as of right now. Uh, I believe 3-0 in the conference. Yes, sir. Um, just talk about getting out of the gate um, so quickly and you know entering the conference play, where the team stands right about now. Yeah, so for us, uh, I am a coach that always takes a, a loss as a lesson. Um, so I try to front load our competition as much as possible. I mean, we've played Winston-Salem Christian, um, national team who ha has them ranked as sixth highest in the country on insider exposure. Um, we have went out to Arizona Nike Tournament of Champions and played, you know, teams that are number one considered in their state. Um, we left that with a, a third place finish. Um, we've played one of one prep with Ella Hobbs, who's a big time recruit. And we played Camden, South Carolina um, with Joyce Edwards, who's like arguably the number one junior in the country. Um, so we've played top, tough competition early on to prepare ourselves for this late push. Um, now that we're in conference, our, our goal is always to win the conference, but ultimately we want to win it um, being undefeated. We have a, a tough game on the road Friday against Providence Day um, that our girls will be well prepared for to, to take care of business because I think they're number, I think they're number they're, two. Are I they tied? They're, are you they're, tied? They're tied 3-0 okay, right now. It. We're tied 3-0. and Max Preps has them number one um, <laughs> in NCISA. That's okay though, right? We're, we're number two, <laughs> so uh, got a little bulletin board talk for us for the week. Um, but honestly, it's, 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 it comes down to about us. Um, focusing in, I, I say the only team that can beat us is ourselves. Um, if, we're, if we're dialed in and focused, we, we should take care of business. I, I do believe that. One of the things he, he mentioned, the coach, was front-loading the schedule and stuff like that. And you mentioned you went to Arizona, correct? Yes, sir. And um, how long ago was that? We went um, over winter break. So we were there December 18th through the 23rd. To go to the Cannon School and to be able to do stuff like that, to go to Arizona and stuff. How cool is that to not only play, you know, here in Charlotte, but to get outside and to go to other states and stuff? How cool is that? Um, it's super cool. I think it's a blessing. Like, not many schools do that. And so I think it's a great opportunity. And it was really nice. Yeah. Out West, cool trip? Yes. Because then you also got to see different players from different states and how they operate and, like, almost, like, see how you're different in a way and be able to like beat them still at their own game. Cool. Yeah, I feel like it was definitely a big um, team bonding experience too. A lot of a lot of us never been out west and I feel like the competition is what we needed. Got it. Um, I covered the game earlier this week against Charlotte Christian and I believe at the end of the first quarter, I think it was 30 to three. Yeah. Um, at one point it may have been 30 to nothing, I'm not <laughs> quite sure. And my question to you coach is, as a coach, you get that far ahead mm -hmm. and it's just the end of the first quarter. How do you keep the girls focused in terms of, you know, continue to play, but walk that fine line of, and I know, like, I, I think the final score was 83 to 20. Yes, sir. Um, and you got a coach, and the, the girls underneath the starters need to play. Right. I'm a big right. advocate of, like, when people get blown out. Yeah. Well, you're, 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 the, the, the bench needs to play. Right. And if they score, have at it. Right. How do you coach that, that type of deal when you're up 30 to three and then you know you're gonna, you know you're gonna blow them out? How, right. do, you, how do you coach that? Um, I think one of the things for us is we always talk about the, the long game, uh, the, the playing for February 25th, I think it is a state championship. So we're always trying to execute. And you know, last night I kind of said like, hey, let's move the ball a little bit more instead of trying to make the immediate play. Um, let's share the ball, let's make plays for each other. Um, I think, you know, a gift and the curse for us is you've heard our girls talk about our depth. And so, like, 
my next group coming <laughs> off the bench is almost, you know, dang near just as strong as my starter. So right. that does make it a little bit difficult for us. Um, but at the end of the day, I just tell them, like, we got to play. We, we have to be respectful of, of the score. We, we, we do. We're very cognizant of that. Um, but, you know, move the ball. Defense, we try to play as many different zones as we can. Things we don't even really work on, we try to, we try to just do it so we can be respectful at the end of the day. For you ladies down there, um, listen, you're, you're teenage girls, it's sports. When you get that far ahead of a game and it's like 30 to 3, how do you keep the level head? How do you not become like, what's the word I'm looking for? Overcom you know what I'm trying to get at? Overcoming and stuff. How do you keep that level head of going, okay, I still need to compete when you're in that position of, of being up so much? So I take it as when we're up that much, it's time to like work on things that you personally need to work on. So like for me, I wanted to work on decision making and getting into my shot. And for other people, it was like working on that one more pass, calling for the ball, stuff like that. So you get to work on stuff. I agree. We, work, we just need to work on like the little things that we wouldn't do like in general. So if we do blow them out from like layups, then we'll know like we need to work on our plays. And that's about it. Same? Yep, I agree. Um, it gives us the time to work on things, as they said, like defense or ball passing. And for me personally, like, working on transitioning the ball well, scoring more. Cool, awesome. So let's talk a little bit about, um, in terms of off the court. I think I asked you last night or something, you know, obviously a great team mm -hmm. on the court. Yep. Talk to me a little bit about off the court, how these girls kind of stay together as friends. Um, I know, uh, you know, you can have, I think you said to me, uh, groups within groups within the group. Yeah, yeah. How do you keep everybody together off the court in terms of friendships and relationships? Yeah, we do, uh, like I said, we do we do our team meals. Um, I think the girls uh, do some some meals on them with themselves also. Um, a lot of the times what you have a perk of at private schools, a lot of a lot of free time sometimes. Right. Um, so you'll see them all together, get together. Um, but really, it's, it's just about, you know, coexisting. I think we've had a really talented group, um, but what matters is that off-the-court bond of, of being tight-knit and really caring about each other. Um, that also brings success on the court for them. Um, somebody mentioned, may have been down on that in AAU a little mm -hmm. bit. So um, some of you girls have played together for a long, long time. How, has that been a, a benefit to come from AAU into this? Yes, because they're like... Even though I didn't play AU this year, but like from past experience, it was like a push to like lead me into the school season and like to know exactly what I need to work on, what I'm good at and stuff like that. Yeah, coming into here, I was um, on Team Curry with two other girls on the team, which is Samaya and Maya. And I knew them before I got here. So they helped me a lot, like get close with the girls and like bond with them more. Did you have the same experience? Um, no, I didn't play any AAU with any of my teammates, but during school and school hours, um, that's eight hours in the day, so I still had time to bond and make friends uh, through basketball. So. And I think that's the, the common goal is what she said, that that round basketball um, is, is special because it brings people together who sometimes would never meet each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, along those lines, you know, um, the one reason we kind of started this podcast was um, for me growing up and uh, I'm almost 55 to know that um, 
high school sports is not high school football. Mm -hmm. It's not. There's a lot more to high school sports than just football on Friday nights. Um, talk to me a little bit about the fans that yeah. show up uh, when I was here. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed a little crazy at some points. Um, just talk to me. Um, I'll, we'll start out there again. Talk to me about your fans a little bit and the students. Um, talk about our fans. <laughs> so we don't really get that many fans, and it's mostly parents. But the people that come, they're really supportive, and they're, like, really screaming. They go crazy, even though there's, like, five of them. But they're still getting wild and crazy. The only problem is our parents don't match the energy. They just like kind of sit there. Yeah. <laughs> so. But like we are our own fans. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, people, cool. The people on the bench, like when we're on there, we're all cheering for the subs, the starters. We're all, we're probably louder than the students that yeah. get the time. Um, yeah. We don't really have like fans, I guess. Like we're our own fans. Like right. She no. said. Um, like ever since freshman year, the mayor hasn't really been a crowd I guess but it's not that bad because we feed off our own energy. Mm -hmm. yeah. So let me ask you this then. What are the fans missing? Man. What, are, what are the fans <laughs> missing? When we talk about yeah, it, I'll, you know what I'm getting at? You know yeah, what I'm getting at? I mean, I'll say, so people I mean, are like, oh, I'm not going to go to the, I'm so, not gonna go to the I, girls' basketball game. What are they missing? And I think that's that's part of it. Um, you know, we we are encouraging our student section to come out. I mean, like you said, 2021 state champions. Last year we lost in the semifinals. Um, this year I think we have a really good shot of winning it. So it's like, you know, we're putting a consistent product out there that – you know, we hope that they they come out and support and see that. And these girls, at the end of the day, they're 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 classmates. They're friends with these kids that we would love to be our fans. Um, so that's a that's a, um, an invitation for you guys to come out and support the girls' basketball program as well. But what they are missing are you know some girls that can that can flat out hoop. Um, they they shoot threes. They attack the basket. They cross people up. They get an and one and they flex. So. You know, the only difference, honestly, is for high school is like our girls aren't dunking the basketball the same way the boys do. That's okay, but we're just as as talented, as skilled. Um, I feel like as as the boys, um, they just they dunk it a little bit more, and um, but that's what they're missing at the end of the day. Okay, I know the coach put it so eloquently, <laughs> um, and he did. Um, so tell me, what what are they missing? And let me ask you this. So let me back up with, with this question then. So you get some parents. And maybe not as many fans. Um, and and you can be honest with me and stuff. Does that bring you down a little bit at all, or do you just block it out, going, "Hey, we're going to go out and play because you said we're like we're our biggest fans." But you know what I'm getting at when you walk out there and maybe there's five people in a gym. Like, let me back up. So before I did um, um, television here in the podcasting, I was a youth pastor uh, for about 15 to 16 years. And when I would walk into a youth event, and there were three kids. I'd be like, oh, bummer. Right, right. And it would just kind of suck the energy out of me. But I realized as time went on, those three kids were my audience, and they, yeah. were, they, they, they were important. Right. Mm -hmm. So does it kind of you know, knock the wind out of you when you don't see a bunch of fans, or you just put it out of your mind, we're going to go play basketball? I guess there's uh, pros and cons to not having fans there. Like, if, say if I like miss a shot, I know my friend is gonna, <laughs> gonna be in class. Gonna be, <laughs> so like, but at the it's same time, thing, I guys. would, yeah, at the same time, I would like want somebody like, yeah, like, you know, but my parents cheer for me and so do all of our parents cheer for us. Mm -hmm. So it's, I don't know, it doesn't really put me down. I'm just like, well, time Let's to go. play. Yep. <laughs> same thing? Right. Yeah, it's mostly like, well, I'm used to this, not seeing yeah. a whole crowd. So then when we get a whole crowd, oh, like yeah. for certain games, yeah. it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, like oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I would say like, 
like she said, we're used to. And I feel like when we have our music and our playlist, we all like to dance. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I saw all... that when I came to practice <laughs> before the game. We are all dancing and singing songs, so we're we're straight. I don't know if it was one of y'all. I was trying to do a shot with him last night, and I don't know Samaya. who it was. Samaya. Samaya. Uh, she started dancing, so I didn't show that shot in, in, our, in our story. But anyway, that's it here. Okay, let's go back to real quick last season. Were y'all all on the varsity last year? I was. Those yes, two, Kiki wasn't here okay. last year. Okay, so for these two, um, semifinals is where you lost. Yes, sir. Um, did that kind of put a fire in you to, you know, you knew the team had won in 2021, losing the semis. Put a fire under you for this season? Definitely. Yes. I feel like we shouldn't have lost last year. And so that I feel like we definitely winning this year. So, you know, <laughs> it definitely did. So are we saying we're going to win the state championship? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Talk to me a little bit. I mean, it, I, it, do people understand how much it hurts when you get that close? Right. Do people really understand, those who are not athletes, do we really no. understand what it means to, to lose that and, and what the hurt is like? No, because for an athlete, to get that far and it's basically like, oh, well, can't go any farther, you're almost there. But nope, you're not going, basically. That's how it feels. And it's like it like makes a fire like burn inside of you like well next year we're definitely getting past this stage we're going to win and do all this got it um i'm not gonna lie last year whenever we lost i was crying like, <laughs> yeah, it hurt me so too. bad like it was a different type of level of pain yeah. like i was so sad but we're gonna win this year so, <laughs> <laughs> so it just it increases the drive for this year yes. and, get, and gives you the goal to shoot for mm. all right i know the coach is sitting right here um and we talked about the, you know, six years being, you know, the coach. Um, for y'all three, what does this man mean to you? Um, he means a lot to me. Like, I care about Drake Free. He's done a lot for me. Um, he's helped me get into this school. He's, like, helped me with my confidence. You know, I'm still getting there, but he's helped me with a lot. So. But, hey, you've done a wonderful job sitting here, so yeah. talk to <laughs> um, it's, it's been great. So, yeah, down there, talk to me a little bit. Same for me. It was more like... He was like my confidence boost mm -hmm. and being able to work with him outside of in practice with the school team. It was kind of like we shared a bond. So then I was able to like trust him more when I came in my freshman year and it like just like sealed the deal basically. Yeah, so, yeah, same. I've, <laughs> I've known Drake for like two years now. It's been a short time, but it's felt like a long time. And I'm definitely the shy type of kind of person, so he's definitely helped me with my confidence and breaking out of my shell. And coach, you know, I know these girls mean the world to you and stuff. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but let's just sum it up one more time. To be a coach um, means what? Uh, to be a coach is to, to, to be a leader, but to also grow leaders. Um, these girls are, are talking about their confidence and we usually have daily quotes and I'm slacking a little bit, um, <laughs> but you know, everything deals with them being confident with who they are, um, being confident to, to lead the next generation. Um, and like you said, uh, like I said earlier, making an impact. Um, the basketball is great. Basketball is great, but I, I want great people as well. Um, so for me, it's just loving them. I've got three boys at home. Um, these are my girls. Right. I, I don't have any girls, so these are these are my girls, the 12 that I have, um, and to to see them every single day um, make strides and, and make progress and obtain their goals is you know enough for me as and a coach. Cool. Let me wrap it up with this then. In terms of um, they obviously talked about what they learned um, 
they've learned from you. Mm -hmm. And I know in, you know, growing up and, and leading kids and, and, and the time that I did, um, I learned from them. Right. What do you learn from these ladies? Uh, as well as anybody you've ever coached, what do you learn yeah. from, from uh, the, the, the people you coach? Yeah, value, value each day. Um, you know, make the most of it. There's days where we don't feel like it, but we fake it till we make it. Um, you know, there's days they, they don't feel like practicing, and I, I know that, but they, they push through. Um, they make the most of their day. Um, so that's, that's what I've learned is just make the most of every single day. Be present. Be where your feet are and, and, and enjoy life. Ladies, coach. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank and you. thank you guys for uh, taking time to uh, watch the entire podcast. This wouldn't be possible without you guys uh, checking in and checking us out. So we appreciate that. Make sure you like us, subscribe, comment, all the things you do. And you can check this out on BayHagleSports.com, our YouTube page, and also any place that you listen to your podcast. Till next time, have a great week. Here at the Downer Law Firm, we have over 40 years of experience handling personal injury claims such as car accidents, truck accidents, workers' compensation, even wrongful death. So if you're injured, give us a call. We've got you covered.